Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Five Easy Things Podcast, where we explore bite-sized success hacks and strategies for living your best life. I believe there are three pillars that make up the foundation for living your best life. The intellectual, emotional, and the physical. Glad to have you on this journey as we explore ways to live our best lives. I'm Yolanda Albergati, your host of the Five Easy Things Podcast. And I am here in the beautiful Golden Ox Studios, Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you for today's sponsor of Five Easy Things, the podcast. Our sponsor is Five Easy Things, the live series. This coming Tuesday in Aurora, we're having a conversation with three amazing women who are going to share information on how to have your best year ever. We've got Stacy Rippert, who is a business coach with Empowered Leadership, and she's going to be talking about goal achievement. We've got Susan Swartzwelder, who is from Small Town Startups, and she's going to talk about how to get your side hustle on this new year. And then we've got Chris Radzanowski from Essential Zen Yoga Studio, and she's going to talk about self-care. So I hope that if you are listening to the sound of my voice and are available, that you will join the conversation at our Five Easy Things live series this Tuesday, January 14th at Aurora Inn in Aurora, Ohio. Tickets are $10 and you can go on our Facebook page to get access to those tickets. Thanks for sponsoring. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I hope that you had a nice ringing in of the new year. And I want to wish you all the best this new year. In fact, the new decade. And this is usually the time where we start to reflect about what we've done and then look to the future. And so we have some guests coming in um, that will help us with those ideas, help us reach our goals for the new year, help us get into shape, some really cool segment. So I hope that you will continue to tune in. And today I have a special treat for you. I am with my dear friend, Mary Alice Zacharias. And Mary Alice is a family law attorney. And I have her here today to share some cool stuff with you. Now it is the new year and I think it's a time for kind of contemplating your life and getting clarity. And in that clarity search, you may decide that you want to make a move and end your relationship. And so Mary Alice is going to share some information that you might find helpful. Now, Mary Alice is a dear friend and a very sweet, compassionate woman, which is what you want when you're going through a traumatic time. But Mary Alice is also able to go for the juggler if necessary because <laughs> she has your best interests at heart. So I have asked her to come on today and talk about the five things you need to consider before filing for divorce. So Mary Alice, welcome. Good to have you here. Thank you, Yolanda. It's a great pleasure. Now, before we really get into it, tell the listeners how they can get a hold of you, your website, your phone number. Um, my website is www.zachariaslaw.com. To break it down, it's Zachary, 
A-S-Z-Law.com. So Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-A-S-Z-L-A-W.com. My phone number is 216-230-9330. And uh, I am in on East Rolton Road in Broadview Heights. Perfect. All right. So let's jump right in and, and tell us the five things we need to consider before filing for divorce. Yeah. Well, you know, I call it my thoughtful planning. Um, it's an exit plan. Mm-hmm. Somewhat like you're planning a wedding, but the opposite. Because when you do, when you get married, you know, there's a lot of thought and Mm -hmm. thoughtfulness that goes into that planning. Mm -hmm. The same thing's true when you are considering filing for divorce. So, you know, what I like to, you know, talk to my clients about is, hey, number one, where are you going to live? Are you going to stay where you're at? Mm -hmm. Are you, is this a house? Is it rent? You know, are you renting? Mm -hmm. Um, Do we have to renegotiate a lease? Mm -hmm. Do you need to um, be bought out? Or, you know, do you own Mm -hmm. a house? So Mm -hmm. it's where are you going to live? Mm -hmm. And then when are you going to make the move? Or when is your spouse going to make the move? And thinking about those things and planning about those, planning those things out really helps uh, the process I think, along. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second is, how are your assets titled? Um, This is really important to think about, um, and I try to talk to uh, my folks about planning out a a list. Get a list together of all of your assets and in whose name those assets are. So we're talking about things like houses, cars, trucks, recreation vehicles, motorcycles, Uh, bank and financial accounts, so if you have an annuity, any kind of stocks or bonds, Mm -hmm. you know, whose name are those in and what do you have exactly? Um, Because what what you find is that sometimes cars are titled in one spouse's name Mm. and Mm -hmm. uh, then you have to you know, we have to make some provision to mm-hmm. get a car titled into your name mm-hmm. and or you have to purchase something. Maybe that's not how it's going to work out. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So we have to have some kind of plan and, and forethought. Maybe it's a lease vehicle and the lease vehicle, it's yours that you drive, but it's in your spouse's name. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We have to make some provision for that because mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to continue um to uh, work under your your spouse's credit mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. once you're divorced. Is it easier if it's titled in both your names? It is not. Okay. Um, some people some people do that, mm-hmm. but what we still have to do is, for example, if it's a, a car, mm-hmm. um, you still have to go. One person is going to have to sign it over to the other person, okay. so that it goes back into only one person's name. Mm-hmm. Same with any houses. Houses are are very similar, and we work that way with either a title for a car or Mm -hmm. a deed for a house Mm -hmm. um, to have it transferred back into just one person's name. Mm -hmm. Um, A third thing um, when you're doing some planning uh, for your your exit plan is to um, figure out whose name the debts are in and how much debt you're really carrying. Because what I find a lot happens is uh, people use one credit card. You have both parties using one credit card, Mm -hmm. 
and there's a lot of debt on that, but they have two other credit cards with very little debt on. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do with that debt? If you've got a credit card with $10,000 worth of debt, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do with that debt? Mm -hmm. And whose name is it in? Is somebody going to give up something Mm -hmm. um, in in order to... um, or are they just going to take on that debt? Mm-hmm. So um, it's real important to think about, you know, what kind of debt you have, whether it's it's joint or married or, excuse me, whether it's joint or it's um, individual, and who's going to be taking that on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last two issues, mm-hmm. um, the five things that you need to consider, are concerning your children mm-hmm. because um, when you have children – the court uh, considers the best interest of the of the children, mm-hmm. so they don't care if somebody's having an affair. <laughs> okay, they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 don't care what what kind of stuff is going stuff's on with going the on okay. with the parents. Yeah. They want to know what's going to happen with these kids, mm-hmm. and um, so number one, so where are your children going to live? Mm-hmm. Um, is the next uh, step. You want the court's going to consider the best interest of the children first and foremost. And um, they really don't care about what's happening um, with either of the parents, mm-hmm. what's going on in your life, the kind of drama. They want to know what's going to happen with these kids. Mm-hmm. Where are they going to live? So what you want to do is think about are you going to be living close by each other? Are you going to live in the same school district? Mm-hmm. Um, as your uh, spouse or soon-to-be former spouse. Um, These are important considerations, and the court's going to want to know these things pretty much the second you walk in that door of the courthouse. And um, along with that is, what does a parenting plan look like for you, your spouse, and your children? A parenting plan is um, what we develop, Mm -hmm. whether it's a shared parenting plan or just a parenting plan where one particular uh, spouse has the children more than the other. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like for you? What works for your schedules? What works for, you know, maybe it is um, you have the children, you know, two days, your spouse has the children two days, and then you alternate three days. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it it's you, you know, have the children five days during the week and alternating weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. it just, you know, you have to think about what what do they currently, you know, what what's their schedule currently look like mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. you know, mom and dad mm-hmm. and um, what you want it to look like. Mm-hmm. Because a parenting plan can be, uh, we can do a lot with a parenting plan. There's specific, some specifics that need to be in it mm-hmm. um, that by law we have to have mm-hmm. but you know we can develop that f- to look like how you want it to look like mm-hmm. so because um ending a marriage is a very um it's a very devastating thing i think it's good to know how to start to process it all and would you say that if somebody comes to you with a plan it's a little bit easier for them to go through this process rather than sitting down with you and not having any idea what to do or where to go. Or Absolutely. To yeah. It is much easier because mm-hmm. they've already thought through a lot of, a lot of things that I'm going to sit there and tell them about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I find that when 
somebody's already had uh, some familiarity mm-hmm. with thinking about it, that it really helps the process along. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still, you know, may bring some additional insight mm-hmm. along the way. But um, it, it really does help the process mm-hmm. out when, you, when you're really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for sharing today. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. I enjoyed this. 